Ohio Governor Mike DeWine lifts his restrictions on big gatherings, but good luck figuring out how that applies to Indians games. Nina Turner has a big financial edge in the battle to replace Marsha Fudge in Congress, and high school students are the next targets for vaccines in Ohio. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Tuesday, April the 6th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. While fans were still taking their seats for the Indians' home opener Monday under rules set by Ohio Governor Mike DeWine not a month ago, the governor changed the rules in ways that are not entirely clear. He did it as part of his lifting of nearly all of Ohio's bans on mass gatherings, including festivals, parades, proms, graduations, and county fairs. People can attend all of those things now, as long as they follow proper coronavirus health precautions. But the changes lift limits on outdoor stadiums, as long as people sit in their bubbles some distance from others. What does that mean for the Indians? The governor's office said the team will have to figure that out, which means the Indians, who had planned for the beginning of the season under one set of rules, will operate under another. Until now, Ohio Department of Health coronavirus orders prohibited most mass gatherings of more than 10 people, except for political demonstrations, weddings, and funeral ceremonies, among others. Now, people can get together if they wear masks, stay in groups of 10 or less, and remain six feet away from other groups. Nina Turner has collected $2.2 million so far in her bid to win the Greater Cleveland Congressional seat vacated by Marsha Fudge, giving Nina Turner the likely fundraising edge among more than a half dozen candidates seeking the seat in an August 3rd primary and the November 2nd general election. Turner's campaign told reporters that a report she'll file with the Federal Election Commission will show she raised $1.55 million during the quarter that ended March 31st. Her campaign finished with more than $1 million in the bank. They said she's collected the money from over 77,000 donors in all 50 states who gave an average of $28. California residents gave her campaign the most money, followed by people in Ohio. Her campaign reported donations from every zip code in the congressional district she wants to represent and around 400 repeat donors from Ohio. Another leading candidate for the seat, Cuyahoga County Democratic Party Chair Chantel Brown, announced she had raised 680000 since joining the race in late December. She said 55% of the money came from Northeast Ohio. Ohio health departments and vaccine providers should reach out to schools to offer the coronavirus vaccine to 16- and 17-year-olds, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine said on Monday. Some departments are already actively working with districts to offer students the vaccine. The state wants to vaccinate the students before the summer break. Last week, the state announced plans to offer the Johnson & Johnson single-dose vaccine to college campuses campuses, with the one shot fitting into the academic calendar before students return home. But that option is not available for high schoolers, as only the Pfizer vaccine is approved for people 16 and 17 years old. These students will need parental permission slips to get the vaccine. Ohio opened vaccine availability to all state residents 16 or older last week. 
Congressman Jim Jordan's re-election campaign filed paperwork with the Federal Election Commission on Sunday to answer questions about large accounting discrepancies between reports it filed several years ago and corrected reports the committee filed earlier this year. In early March, the FEC sent 10 letters to Jordan's campaign to question receipt differences between his original and updated filings as high as $558,000 and spending discrepancies that were as high as $911,000. Replies from Jordan Treasurer Thomas Detweiler filed on Easter said he made the changes at issue after he became campaign treasurer and reconciled all reports to bank statements and other records. He attributed the differences to how the campaign recorded transactions. The campaign recorded contributions on days they were entered into a campaign database instead of the day they were processed. Spending was recorded on the day's checks cleared the bank account rather than the day the money was spent. The administration of Cuyahoga County Executive Armin Budish is accused of failing for more than a year to seek state reimbursements for maintaining its public defender's office, and a record suggests the possible loss to taxpayers could be $1.2 million. It's the latest example of incompetence in the administration, which belatedly submitted requests to the state on Good Friday after Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer asked about the unsought reimbursements and and allegations that previously submitted reimbursement requests were excessive. While confirming receipt of the late-filed paperwork, the Ohio Office of the Public Defender reported that the Budish administration is not guaranteed to recover any reimbursements and that requested reimbursements for expenses before July 2020 won't even be considered. The money pays for things like office rent, The state previously accused the county of seeking reimbursement for things that had nothing to do with the public defender. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Blame Dealer.